0: Welcome to Story Life Short stories brought to you by Mark Alouzai Season 1 Good Morning Episode 3 The Mystery of the Old Brick Written and read by Mark Alouzai Maya wound her way to the back of the house and knocked three times on the door to Uncle Amir's study. Come in, his voice came through the door. On entering, May was greeted with the at once familiar stacks of old papers. Walls covered with bookshelves from floor to ceiling. Faded black and white photographs squeezed between the books. Locked glass cabinets with bizarre pieces of broken crockery and antique tools. Objects so obscure as to be unnameable. She had never seen Uncle Amir open any of the cabinets. But today, the old man was moving part of his collection around, including what seemed to be nothing more than a worn-out brick. What's that? Maya asked. This? her uncle replied, laughing. Have I never told you the story of Ashish Kapoor? He grinned at her, holding the brick in the palm of his hand. Mayo could make out Ashish Kapoor's initials carved into the brown clay of the brick in Sanskrit. I don't think so, she replied. Her uncle passed her the brick. Well, he said, not long after Indian independence. Ashish was an old man living in Kashmir. He had no children and was not a rich man. His grandfather was a brickmaker. His father was a brickmaker. He himself had been a brickmaker since he was no more than a boy. Maybe it is better to say he was a brickmaster. Making bricks was to him like walking is to you or I. He did it without thinking. At that time, fighting had broken out in Kashmir. Innocent people were being killed, refugees were fleeing, things were chaotic. Those who could tried desperately to hold on to their livelihoods, hoping the fighting would not spread to their towns and villages. One day, A heavily armoured shipment of Jews was being transported from a mine in the north, down to Delhi, whether through subterfuge or chance, I don't know, but the whereabouts of the convoy was discovered. Not far from the brickworks, where Ashish laboured in the heat, a ferocious battle began. Many soldiers from both sides were killed, and part of the shipment was stolen, but most of it escaped to make its way south. While all this had been going on, Ashish had been hiding between piles of bricks. Eventually, long after the gunfire had ceased, when darkness finally came, he ventured out and made his way home. On his way back, he crept along the side of the road. As he moved quietly through the shadows, he tripped over something, only a small thing. Heavy, A box! His immediate instinct was to run home, but curiosity got the best of him. He knelt down, took out his knife and pried the little box open. The moonlight danced of hundreds of diamonds. What could he do? He couldn't take them home in case the militia found them in his house. They'd surely kill him if they did. He couldn't sell them. He would have to leave them for a soldier or someone else to find. That was the safest thing. Instinctively, Maya responded, but that's not what he did. No, her uncle grinned again. He picked up the box and went straight back to the brickworks. The diamonds had been mined from the rock, and so Ashish returned them to where they belonged. All night he worked in the dark, hard as ever he had. Harder. Like only a master can, he made more bricks in that one night than he had ever made in the light of a day, even in the strength of his youth. He made hundreds of bricks and in the center of each he placed a diamond, some tiny like you might find in any high street jewelers others substantial, the size of peas, and a few huge, bigger than the size of your thumbnail. Uncle Amir paused, holding his thumb in front of his face, eyes wide with enjoyment. Imagine, he said. What did Ashish do then? Maya asked, eager to continue the story. He pulled himself into one of the old brick kilns and collapsed in exhaustion. He slept through the whole day and also the next night. His friends thought he had disappeared or died in the fighting. When he came to, he staggered home to eat, leaving all his bricks drying in the sun. Later in the day, when he returned to the brickworks, his friends told him the militia had been looking for some precious stones that had been lost in the fighting. No one had seen them. Had he seen anything like that? Of course not. The next day, the militia returned and searched everyone. They ransacked the office, took all the money and scoured the whole brickworks for the missing diamonds. The day after that, they forced every man working there to take them back to their homes and searched each house from top to bottom. Of course they found nothing. The bricks slowly dried. Soon they would be divided into batches and transported into town to be sold. The soldiers occupied the town and seemed to spend a lot of time around the road by the brickworks, much to the frustration of those who lived there. The day before the bricks were to be taken and sold, Ashish spoke to the overseer of the brickyard. He explained to the overseer about a small hole in the wall of his house that he wanted to fix. It would take just one brick the overseer, would dock the cost of the brick from Ashish's pay. Ashish reluctantly agreed and chose one brick from the hundreds he had made. The other bricks were sold. That one brick he took home and it became part of his wall. A year or so after, Ashish became a very rich man overnight. No one really understood how or why. It was only later. On his deathbed, he told the true story. By that time, no one could trace the bricks with the diamonds inside. No way except for his initials, Mayor exclaimed, staring at the brick. Yes, Uncle Amir smiled, although Ashish Kapoor made tens of thousands of bricks in his lifetime. Uncle Amir took the brick from Maya's open palms. "'Wait,' she said, a little breathless. "'Does that brick have one of the diamonds in "'I don't know,' replied her uncle as he closed the cabinet. "'Break it open,' Maya cried. "'There could be a diamond inside there worth tens of thousands of pounds.' "'I'd rather have the brick and the story,' he replied, a twinkle in his eye. "'But why?' she asked. "'The brick is worth nothing.' "'Really?' he said and the twinkle became a laugh, and the laughter grew until he was holding his belly, no longer able to stand straight. It grew until he was holding the desk to stop himself from falling over. It grew until his eyes began to water. The laughter grew and grew until Maya caught the laughter too. thank you for listening if you enjoyed the story and want to support future episodes please go to patreon.com forward slash story life podcast and join the community thanks see you next time